Pickaxe. Oh. Oh. Hello. Uh. Welcome. Hello. Uh. Welcome. You were late this morning, P-Flex. So me and P- I look, wasn't me, late. Sips. Sorry, Sips. Me and P-Flex were talking about games. And what I was game just telling is this? Anno. I've been playing Anno. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I, I love Anno games. That's just... a uh, no from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I'm just joking. I love, uh, I love me some Anno. That's very good. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like that That is funny. Yeah. Thanks, you've thanks. Done, you've done well. So I, I think <laughs> the reason I got back into it is because I think I've subscribed to a bunch of subreddits. And they kind of function as like pseudo adverts, right? Yeah. Every now and then I get like a pop-up from Hearthstone or um, Factorio or Anno, and so and that pulls me back in. I'm like, wow, that guy's yeah. done something really cool. I've got an itch, and oh, then man. I have to go in, and then three weeks of my life gets swallowed up by the the monster of game addiction. Wait, well, hey, listen, I um recently my my son, I got my son his own Steam account, which he was like thrilled about because right, he used to right. just wow. use mine. We used to have to do like the the whole like you know one person using it in offline mode, while the other person could use it online, whatever. Sure. Uh, but now he's got his own, and the first game uh, that he has in his own Steam library is Satisfactory, which we played together multiplayer, which is uh, a lot of fun. Wow, and uh, I had one of those moments where I just felt like I was Einstein because I played a lot of that game and I know how to set like a bunch of the, the certainly like the beginner stuff up. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he just couldn't fucking believe it. He was just like, oh my God, how do you do this stuff? Look at this conveyor belt, these ratios, this efficiency. He's <laughs> just like, he thinks I'm some sort of genius now because uh, I can get like the first, uh, you know, I can make iron ingots in Satisfactory. So it was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It was good fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's no, that's no mean feat. No, you know, it takes a couple of hours to get all that it, going. Properly. It does, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you know. wait till he sees the 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 coal power generators, the water and everything. Holy crap! He's gonna have a meltdown. People call Satisfactory like slow Factorio, right? Where yeah. you, you, there's a lot of single player running and jumping and moving and sure. fiddling, right, and clearing the land and stuff. But if, it looks if it nice, isn't immensely satisfying to like have the mega like put these mega things down. Right? Oh yeah, I think that was one of the things I liked about Minecraft when we were, were playing some of the mod packs was making these mega blocks, you know, and having mm-hmm. like putting together these huge structures that did things, and it yeah. just felt so I don't know, like so cool to interact with the world in a, in, a, in such a huge first person shoot away right placing these things like we played some viking game where you could like build a whole village like pretty quickly and it was just like no it was it was it it had like sat it was satisfying i think with satisfactory you move on you have to keep doing it right like the gameplay is now you have to build another one but for this thing now you have to build another one over here yeah but for this thing Um, factorio is the same i I don't know if you guys get this or flax you don't really play games like that as such but no the it's a it's a ramping up of complexity and to a point where you reach a limit with it right you're just like all of a sudden you just need to make more and more and you have to you have to scale up what you've already done and you your your brain just melts out of your ears because you just i I think uh, i cannot do this anymore i was looking at the games that i play because people are always like i don't think that's a p-flax game like about quite a few things i i think i hate myself based on the games I play. I think I have right. a lot of self-loathing going on. Yeah. Because most of the games I play either drive me insane or are just so brutally hard that it's actually punishing. 
Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, when it comes to Anno and Factorio and Satisfactory, these games are, are jobs, right? They're chores. Right. It's like you are basically taking on usually, it's like, but in the same way as building a jigsaw or doing a crossword. Like these things, like you know what you have to do. You, and maybe a crossword's easier, but a jigsaw, like it's it's kind of just feels like you're painting a wall or, or something. Right. Like I, if, if I'd be better off like laying floor tiles, right? Or like, you know, and then charging someone for it. Then, yeah, I, then, I think I think I, games like that, the 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 games that you guys have described, I'd say most of those kind of building games are about taking your time to plan things and kind of methodically doing things, gradual improvements and yeah. and streamlining and efficiency and and all that. And the problem is, I have real trouble paying attention to that kind of stuff for any length of time. Like I, I just do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have and, I have the opposite. I have real right. trouble n- letting go of it, and suddenly it's two a.m. and I'm and I haven't peed for an hour, and I'm like, you know, like, I haven't drunk anything for three hours. You know I, I, mean? I think oddly enough, those are the kind of games that Mrs. F would really like. Like she She's used like, to play Civ. She never did war. Just built up army so no one would fuck with her, and then she would just build the perfect sort of you know get the farms just right and the roads, and and she's just yeah. more interested in that. And I think when you when you play something like. Uh, those kind of building games it's about how how perfect can i get it and it sort of it becomes like you said like work almost whereas tarkov which is what i've played most of the year tarkov is just devastatingly brutal getting your ass handed to you and apparently then if you guys have seen the news by cheaters a lot of the time there's been a huge Mm. uh huge upset in the tarkov community i've been i've played this wipe of tarkov uh, for anyone that doesn't know, that it wipes every six months. Everybody goes back to level one, no gear, all the rest of it. So the game is divided up into sort of wipes. Um, and I, I started just after Christmas when the wipe was, and I played until I think Friday of last week every day. That was it. I was playing Tarkov all day, every day. Hardly played any dotes this year because we're waiting on the new patch, which is coming on the 6th, apparently. And then the cheating accusations came out, and a lot of stuff made sense when you looked back and thought, Shit, that's why that guy just fucking insta domied me and knew where I was and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And it just put me off. And I think it well, put a lot of people off. We, uh, well, we've it's all bound experienced to. this. It sucks. Right? And, uh, we've the, all experienced this. Because we always just think, oh, Master, you must have gotten lucky. And sometimes you've got lucky, right? Sometimes I've played these games where I just happened to be in the right place at the right time and I clicked and suddenly it, it shot me in the head and I was like, what the fuck? Sure. I, am I, I completely did that by accident. And he you know, look, probably look back at it and thought, what the, f- how did that guy do that? Do you yeah, know I mean? like, sure. So, but, but, but I think, I think in some of these games it is ingrained and yeah. there's a, there's clearly a cheating component or a yeah, smurfing yeah. component. So there's no, there's no matchmaking in Tarkov. I could be level one, brand new account, and you could be level 60 and, uh, and absolutely sweating your balls off and we will queue into the same match there's no match well but he here's the here's the thing right like when they did that so that was how it was originally with fall guys right fall guys was was very popular because all these streamers were who were very very experienced at the game played a lot were playing against brand new accounts and kids basically and dominating and they were winning a lot right and they were they were getting lots of views on the stream they were enjoying playing it but soon as the game added matchmaking properly and they were matched against people of their play experience yeah they were suddenly not winning or not even close to winning anymore and they got bored and then quit right so bizarrely um you can actually drive away and i think this is 
<laughs> what, what, what the game, what I heard, you know, it's kind of a horrible thing to say, but they drove away the streamers who were promoting their game yeah, yeah. by making the game fair. And the big, when you're streaming the game, you you want to feel, and you, when you're enjoying the game, you want to feel powerful, you want to win, right? And you want to crush noobs. But at the same time, what they were finding with Fall Guys is, yes, they were driving away the streamers, but what they were doing was they were actually retaining some people because so many accounts joined Fall Guys and just could not win or could not get close yeah, to them. Yeah. Could, couldn't get in the... Could, were in the bottom 10 every time. And if you play your first 10 games and you come in the bottom 10 every time, you're not going to... You never really get to play right? the game. You no. just think, oh, this game isn't yeah. for me. Maybe I'm just not not made for this game, right? And as a, Whereas, in fact, you're just in a, a unbalanced, you know, match. So is, is Fall Guys doing okay with not really no i don't no. think okay. so i think but but i think that it was fairly limited in its content and scope anyway right like yeah ev- every every game designer has to design this evergreen game which is full of content and then right. they get surprised when everyone quits because epic, there's not enough so content i think it's doing all right it was bought right. by, by epic and then put uh, free to play where, i think it's nowhere it near where it was though and you know when it had its its heyday yeah and i think no yeah it was and, the, and, the and, initial and, hype of the game definitely i mean it's gone full full Fortnite with the skins and the yeah, you know yeah, and all the yeah. crazy stuff but i think that you know there it is a limited lifespan to these things yeah. not every game can be evergreen right it can still be a fun experience but yeah. i think fall guys as well like is a, is a fast experience right like it's pretty intense pretty quick and i think that can be exhausting right if you've got like if you're playing mario party you can't play mario party for like a marathon 18 hours right you can maybe do a couple of hours of it and realize Ugh, you know i had a nice day or jackbox right you can do jackbox games for like an hour right <laughs> yeah. but if you have to do them all day or you want to do them yeah, multiple days in a crazy, row yeah. it you works go insane <laughs> whereas the opposite with something like um you know factorio or satisfactory right where you've you've you you're making such gradual steps in progress that you're keen to come back and make the next one as long as it's divided up well into steps I think um, it can it can have the sort of a problem of overwhelming, like ugh, I've you know, like I've I've not done this well, or I don't want to have to do this again. I I, I think I've I've come to enjoy the beauty of the games more over time as well. I think I think a lot of people play Anno with a very min max attitude, like I'm going to try and get as many people, you know, with just a numbers game, right? Yeah, many people as many islands as possible, and you know, fuck everything else, kind of thing. I'm going to just try and. Indeed. Get to the cap and see how many seventeen billion uh, people I can fit on these irons or whatever. I'm a, I feel like um, I, I I'm at the point now where I like and I and I get to this. This isn't new. I do get to this. It's, point. It, this I'm is a, new I'm for a me very, to start uh, to start beautify. Like, I, I haven't done gamer, that before. But, uh, my 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 thing now like. There's certain games that I just don't like to play against other people, cheating or not. You know what I mean? Like mm. they, 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 you, you get past a point where it's enjoyable and it 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 does almost become a job but a very tedious one at that right because you can't keep up with some of the people that play games you know like uh mm-hmm. and it's like the it's the whole mentality around meta gaming and stuff you know like uh there's there's so many games that i i would rather play when i'm when i'm at my most miserable playing a game like tarkov <laughs> or dota oh or, man yeah. and, and anything that's online where you're playing against people and you 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 can't. You have no idea whether or not they're cheating. You have no idea whether or not they outskill you until it's too late, and they clearly outskill you. You know what I mean? It's just too. Um, it, it just sucks. It just. It just feels I, like I shit also, every fucking so, time. For example, like, I play a lot of board games, um, and I played this game on Board Game Arena called Tapestry, which is kind of like a Civilization style. Yeah, I've heard of that game. Yeah, yeah. And I played a bunch of it. I played probably, uh, probably 10, 15, 20 games on Tapestry, right, online, and I'm not good. 
right? I'm still like a novice or whatever rank, right? I'm, I'm not good. There's a couple of other games on there. I'm like fucking ranked as like master and I've played them like three times somehow. And so I went around to a um, friend's birthday party at the weekend and he was like, oh, I've got got tapestry do you want to play and i'm like oh my god i've played this so much online but uh yeah i'll play you guys and i'll you know i'll just i'll just show you how to play kind of thing because they they hadn't played it before they crushed me they absolutely crushed me and i I knew exactly what i was doing i was like telling them things i was like i was like halfway through i was like you guys need to stop listening to my tips because i'm fucking losing this game and i just i just (laughs) got like half their score (laughs) i don't i feel like if you're playing a board game with friends it's it's different though right like you're not there's no i was uh, trying there's 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 not really (laughs) unknowns you know like you, you kind of you you know what your your friend's skill level is or, or not and uh and you know it, and it's a bit more fun you you have the other person right there with you it like was playing couch co-op yeah. games and stuff like that is is different as well you know or if you're playing like street fighter against your friend you don't mind if he's good because you're sitting right next to him you just like oh fuck you whatever like you know uh, let's try again or let's just do something else sort of thing but i don't know you just say uh, you, you you just get into such a trench with online gaming uh, like especially like competitive multiplayer online gaming i i don't know like i i've i've played my fair share of it but my 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 takeaway from it or how i'm left feeling uh after every time i play these games is just shit like i i would re- yeah. just rather play a single player game uh, i think the at my own pace experience and enjoy yeah. myself, so much you know more, more wholesome i mean i mean me and bed talk about this a lot and 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 about the uh, the idea of versus versus games and i think that's the main reason we don't like playing warhammer is because you're you're playing against someone. If if there was some sort of cooperative version, it's more fun. I think there's a couple of board games like that, like um, where you can play cooperatively with people. What's and, that? Uh, and some of them. There's, that a, there's a thin line. It's like line, a dungeon right? or something, and you're all well, basically a, there, in it together. There's a thin line between Hero one person just playing everyone, <laughs> though, because sometimes you know if if it's too, if it's it's basically just a, a single player game where you split it off into four characters kind of like across the obelisk or something you know it's hard to <laughs> not just um have one guy be like constantly bas- basically just playing the four characters um it doesn't happen so much with like for the king i found you know but in in a, in a similar vibe you know like it's hard to design a game that is play where you're on the same team but not um <laughs> so I, I think yeah. Gloomhaven is a board game that people... T- I, I hate it, but I know people who love it, um, and I'm not going to debate them. It's, you know, board games are like that. There are plenty of weirdo games that I like, but Gloomhaven is just tedious to me and not fun. But right. it is a cooperative game, and I know people that play it, and they fucking love it. It's all they want to play. Uh, yeah. I mean, we played that unfathomable, Lewis, didn't we? The uh, the thing where you're yes. on the ship was it unfath- unfathomable? Yeah, something like that. That's uh, what it's called. Where you were? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a different one. Either way, it's like it was that Cthulhu one, right? And I I, I can see how it's essentially teaming up to beat a very hard not AI sea opponent, monster. but a si- sort of single player objective. But you do it as a team. Um, and I like that. I mean, I I've been looking, like I said, for a, a really fun single player game for some time. That has a lot to it, and sort of you know that's why I was I was really hopeful about a bunch of games, and they they kind of sadly weren't quite what I was hoping for. Mm. Um, but there are some games I enjoy playing multiplayer. Like I generally, if I'm playing a game like Blood Bowl, which I've played, I've already done 35 hours of this fucking game. Blood Bowl three just came out the other day. What a fucking shit show! Holy shit! So many problems with it, but um, it is still Blood Bowl, so I don't mind playing it, but. It's just Whoa. kind of I, I get frustrated by the game design more than 
the people I'm playing against because it's got some fundamental problems. I mean, I had the Cyanide Dev in chat the other day because um, it's not a very streamed game, so I, I tend to do all right for, for for viewer numbers on it. And the the dev popped in, and I was like, oh, is that the real dev? And he was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, I got some choice words for you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like, uh. the game is just... For example, they posted a roadmap of where the game's going to be over the next year. Um, imagine one of the fundamentals of online gaming is that sometimes people accidentally disconnect from a game. Their internet drops for a second and they lose the connection. The reconnection is probably going to come sometime in August. So at the moment, if you DC from the game for any reason, even for just a moment, uh, it's a concede and the game is over. So that's kind of bad. Um, I'd say a good 20% of the games end in some kind of crash or bug, uh, soft locks, hard locks, all the, all the locks. Um, and... It's just super scuffed. The UI has some problems. And as I understand it, they are sort of working on patches. But honestly, it just seems to... They had a year-long beta last year. And there's still stuff in there. You think, how the fuck is that in there? But then I also get angry with the basic design of the game. And Ben was... I was chatting to Ben. He was in chat the other day and I was talking to him about it. It's incredibly slow to level up your lads in, in Blood Bowl. Uh, so that's 30 hours I've been playing with more or less this one team of Orcs. And if you bump into a team that just kicks the shit out of you, that 30 hours is gone. So it's not like a single player game where you can blame yourself and you're like, oh, I fucked up and you could maybe have a save point you can roll back to. That's it. All that time is for nothing because of the nature of multiplayer gaming. There's no save points. There's nothing like that. It's brutal. So I think in terms of the reason that I would like to have a nice single player experience again, it's because sometimes you don't want to have to fuck around with, with people just <laughs> destroying your team and you're like, yeah. I've wasted my fucking time. Yeah. It's nice sometimes to just be able to chill and complete a game and try again and yeah, co-op yeah, stuff yeah. with people. And, yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I need something like that. I've been playing a lot of, of uh, Hitman, the new um, roguelike right. mode. Uh, if you like Hitman, it's hard. I almost didn't uh, see it through. Like the first couple of times I played it, it was so hard I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But I, I kept, I kept at it because I, it, it has like a lot of nice progression stuff. And uh, I've played yeah, uh, like 250 the, uh, hours of it you now. You fucking so. unlocked every single yeah, thing. Almost, in there now. yeah, almost. You were, you were, you are a real completionist when you get into a game. It's actually pretty impressive. It is really impressive. Like, you, yeah. you will commit well uh, i mean it's, it. it's it, it is it is such a fantastic game as well it is just such a nice game to play like it just feels great all the different ways that you can uh, assassinate people and and stuff it, it it lends itself well and there's so much comedy to it as well there's so it's many hid funny, hidden yeah. little dialogues and shit that you can uh, you can do where like funny ways to accidentally kill people and stuff it's it's wonderful it, it's really it, it, i've really enjoyed it so like actually you know hunting all the achievements and stuff has been has been pretty fun but um you know once once i'm done with it i i need to find something else to move on to <laughs> which is uh you know when you when when you when you get into something it's nice to be like really into something and like addicted to it right but then mm. that transition period where you're just like i'm kind of done with this game and i need something else i was like that with played oh. up last year I played so much played up, but I was really, really enjoying it. You guys crushed that. I was just addicted as hell to it. But um, I've been going through some of the um, some of the games, like best of last year's games, um, which I missed. I've been playing this sort of point and click called Norco. Oh, oh is it any is, good? I've got it. I haven't played it yet. Which is like it's it's pretty. 
it's pretty compelling. Yeah, I think it's like it's 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 pretty gripping. It, obviously, it's a point and click, and there's a lot of story stuff. And the point and click's pretty basic. You know, it's not like too cryptic. Yeah. Because um, I really enjoyed. Um, God, what was it called? The Case of the Golden Idol. I I, I did that. Oh, that, that's that meant to be really place, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's no Oberdin. No. But what is? What you is know? exactly? Um, what a but fucking it, it's game. fun. It's like a puzzle. It's basically a series of puzzles, and I like the art style. Yeah. And it's almost all about you. You have the sort of crime scene, and it's got people frozen in sort of half an animation, so you can see what they're up to, and then you have to look through the clues, and and it unlocks other clues and stuff. So it, it was really, really fun. It was uh, it was really good. Because um, I, yeah. I sometimes I just like a, a good puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Everyone everyone uh, likes to think they would have been a good detective. Oh yeah. To yeah. Up in the crime scene. What have we got here? What do you got for me? Yeah. Oh, boss, uh, looks like we got a Vix over there. This guy, uh, he's also dead. There's two other dead guys in the cupboard. Oh, this is just a goddamn shit show. There goes my weekend. All mm. right. You know, it's it's like the idea that you'd be there cracking the case. Um, uh, but I watched a show called 24 Hours in Police Custody. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, mm. it's a really good show. It's wild, eh? It is. And it's like real cases. There was one of this guy just fucking running around with a gun. It's in Luton. And I've yeah. got to say, this show does not do Luton any favors. What no. a fucking shithole. It looks crazy. Any listeners out there in Luton, how bad is it? How bad is it? I went Don't. there a long time ago. It's, you're, you're, this is Wisconsin 2.0 you're setting yourself no, up for. I doubt it. Don't, <laughs> don't speak ill of Luton. I ain't going to fucking Luton anytime soon. I went there oh a long time God. ago and it was a dump. I'm just curious if things have changed or if it's gotten worse. It seems to be really loco crime out there. This guy like had a problem with someone at the off license, so he pulled a gun on him or something like that. It was like yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. Anyway, the detectives in that case, I would say it seems to me... I know we've got some listeners who are uh, who are part of the popo. It seems to me like ninety percent of the job now is in the office looking at CCTV. That seems to be a huge part of it, and then using that CCTV stuff to go and look stuff up and look through databases and things like that. And then the interviews, and almost always people just say no comment, and if they know what they're doing, they'll say no comment. But there was this one the other day. It was a really good one. This guy finds these guys burglarizing his house. And they're trying to break in to, I think, either his garage or his, his his house and steal his motorcycle. He runs out to confront them and they leg it. And this is where he makes the mistake. He gets in his car and chases them. And he's chasing them for some time. Yeah. And eventually he comes around a corner and hits the back of their motorcycle. Their motorcycle goes fucking flying. He loses control and crashes into a van, writes off his car. Their motorcycle fucking goes flying and they get badly injured. These lads are seriously, seriously injured. And the point is, did he have to do that? We don't have the laws in this country that allow you to fucking chase people down. No. Um, you know, and the, and the, the, uh, there's there's some leeway, which is like, your blood was up, you were scared, you did something, you know, you fought back in the heat of the moment. There's some leeway around that. But if you're chasing people for like 10 minutes, yeah, you had time to cool down and you didn't. Which yeah. means at that point you made a conscious decision. I'm going to fucking have these lads, and then it's, well, it's premeditated. Yeah, That's but I mean, the, way they look it, it. the the city and or town you live in is not a a fucking battle arena, and it's not a game of Grand Theft Auto. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's like kids out there. There's all sorts right. of. You know, what are you doing driving after somebody? Like you you have no business doing that. It's so fucking dangerous. It's so Agreed. selfish as well. But yeah, it's it's just it's it's nuts well, because there's this. Do you so, think he so, should be able to ram them off their motorcycle? No. No, but I think that at the same time that everyone's got their own. I think they should all be in perspective. jail. 
everyone's got their own life life that's happened to them and their own situation right in context you know his actions may well be explainable i'm not saying they are but but in a sense like maybe a lot of a lot of crimes a lot of crime stuff doesn't go doesn't go punished right most people who are caught are caught because they made a mistake or there was a lucky break or there was you know there there, there was some sort of moment where they fucked up or didn't know something or were were, were ignorant right like basically it's, it's a common thing where people can you'd, you'd be surprised how easy it is to to get away with crime right yeah, yeah. um if you're not a, a complete plonker and and, and 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 but at the same time there is this like passion element right to a lot of crimes like a lot of people who were caught were were kind of it wasn't premeditated in a sense it was it was it happened when they saw something they got angry emotions took over and they had this crime of passion now we don't have any laws in the UK about that but certainly it's still a big part of criminal justice in France that oh, there yeah. is this idea that you could have um you could have been overwhelmed with emotion and have have taken actions that were, yeah, that were crime not of passion. You. They have the same in and, Canada it, to some extent. I, I think you and, can do and, it. And I, I think I think in some cases that's in a lot of cases that's used as an excuse, right? Because what other excuse is there? You know, in in many cases, like they if, if someone gets caught or or and usually they get caught again by something like like I was watching this thing the other day where a guy wanted to kill his wife and so he he um he he drove the car into a tree, but he drove it in on like the passenger side, right? So it, right. It would kill her kind of thing. It's a very horrible crime. But they sort of, they almost got him on it because every car these days that's not that old has like a black box kind of in it, you know, or, or a little tracker that says like the last things that were done. And it showed that he didn't press the brake. He didn't try and swerve. He didn't try and, you know, there were no tire Yeah, he just marks slammed road, right, right into the... He just, sure. and, and, and as a result, it was kind of this thing where it was like... He had 10 seatbelts on. <laughs> he was really strapped yeah. in. <laughs> well, actually, I think that is the other thing. I think he went into the brace position. Um, <laughs> Fuck me. Because he was in the... He was a pilot, right? And so he, he, and I think they could tell he went to the brace position because of one of the injuries. Like, I think his wristwatch, like, like left an imprint in his forehead or whatever, you know, so oh, it showed that he had his man, hands. Uh, there's up another, there's a news story recently. Sorry, this is, uh, some, no, somewhat related uh, again a, a pilot trained pilot he killed his wife with a claw hammer in front of his young kids apparently. Oh or his God. young kids were just in the other room like you know cowering he just he just i guess he just lost it and just just killed his wife and then that sounds absolutely fucking awful. was that buried, the one in buried, surrey that was the other week buried her in a, the backyard or something i think so some guy killed his entire family and then himself i mean oh, no, these, I, these people are they, they, that's mental illness like that's just well, this I seem, think it, it seems to be a very think a lot of male-dominated thing. The whole killing your entire family and then yourself, because if it feels like to these in these men's minds, they failed, and so they're just going to reset it for everybody. It's like a board flip in real life. Do you know what I mean? It's like they they they're just flipping the board. That's it. Game's over. Yeah. Like, well, why, also why can't, though, if, you, I if think, you're fucking gonna but I also kill yourself, like just, just kill yourself. Don't fucking kill everybody around you. To some extent, head. though, like it's it's it's. I look. I'm not saying I know the answers to any of these cases. No. But I think what happens is that people often feel they have no choice. Right? These guys, maybe what they've done is they've they've done something wrong or bad or you know something they feel like there's no coming back from, and then they just keep taking further steps. Right? So it's like maybe he did something like I don't know. Oh God, I don't. Want even want to speculate what he did but you know maybe he did something that, that he felt was was 
awful and his, his life was over regardless or he would yeah, go to prison regardless fucking, so why not go further and further right? no if, like, you're, if you're going to do that just just do yourself don't kill your fucking family i think that's just the so fucking selfish it implies ownership it's like it's like driving your car off a cliff you know what I'm I mean? Just it's like, to, no I'm one's going to have my, uh, what, my but fucking. This is not a new thing, right? Nissan. This is not a thing. It's a, it, this is. Look, trifles don't have the most nuanced takes on this, I'm sure, as usual. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, I, why does this keep happening? It's always it's happened so much. Like there yeah, must be something dudes. going on. It's always dudes doing it. Yeah, it's just it dudes. Most like, oh, uh, they're, they're, like recently in the news, there's the story of the you know the couple that disappeared oh with the baby, uh, That's and then there's there's another story recently of a couple yeah. with a, a teenager that was bedridden that they, they that they left and she she died, and uh, so there. I mean, it's not just men doing this. There's there's also no women doing it as well like it's yeah but the, the it thing seems is, like it's me- only I, I men like doing there, it but there, there is something that happens where you get a couple mm. and they're both fucking insane yeah or or just evil and yeah. it always seems yes. to be like when it's a couple oh my ha- god you're right because you know I mean? you've always met like an insane man or an insane woman you've thought fuck i'm gonna avoid them yeah. right but then someone who's actually insane yeah they're like another crazy person great it's like two electrical cables <laughs> right. like two live wires touching yeah and then you know normally and it's fine fusing. because mm. <laughs> because i think the crazy people get get looked after by people around them and and brought down so you know you like it, you, you see these couples with like the crazy one and the normal one right and you're yeah. like oh my god what a, what a guy or what a girl like sticking with that loser or that nutcase right but what yeah i guess look i I, every situation has got to be different and so trying to trying to make a a, a simple sentence to explain why people do these awful things is like really fucking hard oh my god to figure it out yeah like we just don't we just we just sometimes it's it's astonishing what people will do and shocking too right like yeah um, and i but the thing is like in uh especially in this country maybe not so much in america because i think i think what you're sentenced is normally what you end up serving in america right more or less uh, no depend- i think i think i think that's here no but uh, no in in america like life is life over here life is 20 years or something like, right it's right not- but, uh- I think that the the difference is that I think you can get out. I think if you're sentenced to eight years here, you 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 do eight years. No. Whereas in, in the states, you can get out in half that time if you. And we don't do plea deals. I in think the it's same the, way the other way around. I think in the states. Oh really? I think in the states, if you're sentenced, normally you're serving your full sentence. Plea deals oh, is okay. is plea deals. That's a different thing. Plea right? deals are to avoid the court in the first place. Yeah. You, they they do they can, yeah. you can do a plea deal so that you can avoid the rigmarole of court and sentencing and stuff like that right, usually right. usually it's it's saying yeah i did it but i'm telling you i did it and can you just be lenient on me or or i'll give you some information that you need or something like that you know what i mean it, and mm. it, it it's not for every every case there's like it's it's very specific when you can sort of do a plea deal or whatever but uh i as far as i know in the uk you can get out in like half the time that you're sentenced for for good behavior mm. and stuff but the the we whole shouldn't speculate <laughs> the, the whole thing that comes about. up around it though is like with some of these crimes uh like the and and the and the and the gravity of some of them not only to the to the victims of the crime but 
the implications also on the on the on the people who are doing these crimes, their mental health and whether they're a threat to society or not anymore or whatever. I don't know how somebody can can kill somebody in in the most brutal way and then ever ever come out of jail again. But they do. You know, like they, they there's 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 even in the news there's cases where people people murdered somebody well, twenty years ago or that. whatever and they're because they're, they're due, that, they're though, due to it? be released and you just think what? it's complex I, of course it is but fuck stuff. me man like, there's ev- a- everyone has their own things and, and yeah. I'm so different to how I was I'm not saying let's free all the criminals no. but I'm saying that that you could understand that that people can change or should be able to or else why don't we just hang them um, and and we've you know I think you you it's easy for someone on the outside to say oh he killed his wife let's put him in prison for the rest of his life and not know all the circumstances and the real the real possibly the real story or the all the sure even if you don't have evidence like but like the thing is if you know, you're if you're imprisoning your wife in a dungeon and torturing her and then eventually killing her and going to jail for 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 twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, you're not. You're not being rehabilitated from that. Like you, I don't think those are the. I don't think those are the everyday ones. But though, some, right? I think I some of them do and come I don't out. Think they're let out after two years of good behavior. No, not after two <laughs> well, years. Out of the dungeon. Not after two years, but after twenty years or whatever of serving, uh, I don't they're potentially think most coming crimes out. Are like those Hollywood dungeons and stuff. Those are the rare. Those are the really rare ones. Do you know what I mean? Those are like, the ones we hear about. I think. Yeah, but like the, the dramatic yeah, over the top. Yeah. I, I, I feel like we hear about think enough of them. There's very many of them that are. Uh, you, real. you say this, but when the, was the last time someone was in a dungeon that you heard about? Fritzl. It's like years well, ago. Fritzl, yeah, but um, but even the stories was, I just talked about. That was like about, ten years ago. The uh, with the, the the baby found in the in the forest, the baby's body found in the forest, and uh, yeah. and the and the and the teenager um, who was basically just left to die, just so so mistreated. Were those, were those both in the UK? Yes. So I mean. I, I'm not defending. That's two really horrible criminals. ones in a week. That's true, but that is also out of a population of about 60 million people. I know, but I'm just so, saying. I don't think that if you're doing shit like this, you should ever come out. I think you're fucked. Your 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 brain is just not uh, compatible with the with the rest of you know mostly law-abiding well, society. I, I just I don't. Think, thi- I, think I think you, you, you make... cross a threshold with some of this stuff. Right. I think once you've killed somebody, however you've decided to kill them, there's no going back. You've done it. You've you you you're you know what I mean? Like you're you're so you're on is, the path to normalizing it somehow like so if, if i'm if i'm found guilty of murder say and i was in an abusive relationship and i had killed my abusive partner yeah let's just imagine sure. that, which does happen yeah should i <clears throat> should i be locked up forever no absolutely it not murder. it was murder but it wasn't you you weren't fucking torturing somebody or mistreating them or something you were you 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 basically had to do it in some form of self-defense I, I'm I'm sure that that's uh, that, I think I think each that, of these that, situations that's an example where I would expect that somebody right. isn't a threat to society. You know what I mean? But so I, I'm I, pretty the, sure that, that that's the exact kind of question and nuance that they put into sentencing people like this. Because if you do something that fucking bad, yeah. I mean, if let's say you're in your 30s and you get sent to prison for 25 years, you are going to come out at the end of that 25 years, or you might be given a rest of life sentence where you're just in prison forever. Um, I think for crimes where you think these people, like you said, are fucking animals, like there's no way that you could trust them again. Uh, they're just going to be out in society being awful people. But yeah, we should just lock them up for the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. But so here's here's another question because this is something that people are starting to talk about a bit now. What about? And I realize this might be controversial. And as Lewis said, we're not about nuance here. This is just a chat. Yeah. Let's talk about the death penalty. 
Because this is something I think about well, quite well, often. It comes about up this a lot quite before. often. But okay, first of all, before we get, before we get onto that, I think this idea is deeply ingrained in the idea of justice or like payback. And it's hugely complicated, and it's actually informed a lot by culture too, right? We're influenced by television, we're influenced by what people do, we're influenced by the idea of these cool vigilantes, in all the, all the idea that police won't get them, right? Mm. And so I have to take the law into my own hands. But even children are cultured to um, see killing kind of as okay, right? Like, but even the most children's hero, like Spider-Man, um, kills people, right? Whoa, but in a, way, in a way, it's like a it's is, like a like a push fault. elimination, you know, like you'll knock somebody out and then just uh, dump their body over a ledge or something like <laughs> no, that. No, like they'll be they'll be killed by their own bomb or their own virus or their no, own Spidey building collapsing. Spidey doesn't kill or, people. No, but he kills people. Often kills people. Die. The bad guy dies. Right. No. He's he's. Yeah, no, almost, they don't. They come back all the time, man. What are you talking about? Doctor Octopus isn't dead, is he? Yeah, he locks him up. He locks him up every time. He locks him up. I mean, the the famous thing. And then Spider-Man he gets out is, in four years for good behavior. No, he escapes. <laughs> he escapes. Oh, of they course, escape. yeah. He always escapes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Batman I think doesn't this go idea around too, killing though, people that, very often. That either, why does would he? we? Why would we risk leaving someone that bad alive? You know, I I think a lot of this stuff is you know ingrained in us right as and and somewhat like even a, a debated thing in in american politics you know it's a very republican idea isn't it to to see justice done it's a very south thing to like you know see you know see someone tangible who's, who's done yeah wrong the death get penalty them. and stuff yeah yeah and and people people satisfied by that and it's certainly a, a common thing in other parts of the world too still you know criminals are it executed. is I, i'm i'm against it for one simple reason which is that if you have a justice system that fairly regularly gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a factor because it's it's a human investigation. Police can be biased. Evidence can be wrong. Juries a lot can of people, be biased. Juries can be super wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they get it wrong so often. You're trusting that this system is just going to decide whether someone should live or die. And I think people obviously are fallible. People do awful things, and we can't forgive that. We figured out a way to deal with it, which is to lock them up, and I think that's fine. They're off the street. They're not going to be able to harm anybody outside. Innocent people are going to be okay, all the rest of it. That works. Killing them shouldn't give you some extra sense of justice, because if you are wrong, it's the state-mandated murder of an innocent person. Yeah. And every time that happens, I think it massively undermines any sense of justice that the system has. Because if you lock up and kill a hundred of the right people and kill one innocent person, that's a double bad. Because you've killed an innocent person and the real murderer is still free. So it's it's so much worse than just locking people up. I just think it's unforgivable. The number of times you see people released 35 years in prison and they're out. Yeah. Someone's already lost their entire fucking life to some awful, biased piece of shit cop who decided they just wanted to lock this guy up and yeah pretty sure we got him i mean look at the what is the central park five which is a very famous case in the states yeah yeah it might have been three i get the number wrong i apologize and they were convinced they got the right people yeah yeah now in, in a justice system where you kill people for that kind of thing those young people die 
And then what? And then you're like, oh, well, they were the wrong ones. So now we'll get the right ones and kill them too. Where does it end? It, also, the idea of setting an appointment and getting an organization and people whose job it is to kill people, like for, for in the name of justice, I, I find that abhorrent. Yeah. It's... So I, I'm dead against it. I think locking people up for a long fucking time or never letting them out again if they're bad. Okay. We can live with that. What That's about, okay, fine. but what about like the, uh, what about like uh, the, the Holocaust trials and stuff? What, okay, imagine Hitler hadn't uh, ki- right. killed himself. Would you, would you be happy to see him receive the death penalty for what he did? And, uh, it's a, it's and his, a very good his higher ups as well. What most of them were, uh, what the ones that were uh, were tried that so they managed to round up. Route, a lot of them if we were go down executed. That route, um, of having a sort of sliding scale where you say, "Oh well, for Hitler, yes." It's like, well, what next? Why not expand that a little bit? Yeah, I but- think if you have any kind of a scale like that. It's either going to be added to, inevitably, when people come up with some new crime that they decide is also really sure. bad, or it's going to be slid down and up, depending on who's in power. I think if you have a, a, a binary yes or no, do we kill people yeah, in the name that's, of justice? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not a... It, it, it isn't like that, right? It, it really is just case by case. Like, some cases are so much worse than others, and you and you can't really just treat them the same as you would any other. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I, I'm, I'm against it. I'm against the death penalty on principle, but there are exceptional, exceptional cases where I would be for it for sure. So I, I know that people say things like, "As long as it was a hundred percent." And I mean, yeah, obviously, sure. in Hitler's case, yeah, we're pretty sure he no was the denying guy. It. Yeah, he <laughs> no, was in charge of everything him. that was going on. He yeah. would have, and like, there's no Fritz way he, he like would that. just be like, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. Well. And in that sense, what actually would happen was that would feed the lunatic argument that it didn't it, the Holocaust deniers. Yeah, it, it's like oh well, well they let keeping you him know, alive. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it would. I think in hindsight it would, right? Like I think at the time they were not thinking. Oh, I think no one's thinking. Let's not kill Hitler because. <laughs> Yeah, we need a fair trial for this man. We've got to bring him in. Like I think that that would be another. I think in a sense that's a different thing, right? That's an incredibly political. And sometimes these things are done in a political way. Sometimes these things are used as symbols, even today. I mean, let's look at uh, for for a more recent Osama bin Laden is a good example, right? Uh, I mean, they 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 shot him and killed him. Yeah, should they have just nicked him? And brought him in and stuck him in prison because if they do that essentially what they're saying is we're going to do some kind of justice i feel like uh, every time we arrest this guy and take him to prison maybe maybe justice? their orders were to do that but it was like you know no it was like I in, was in hollywood where it's like you have your orders and you got the guy sweating like with the triggers like i fucking hate this guy so much <laughs> stop it sarge and sarge sarge just like gives him that knowing nod and then he, he pulls the trigger yeah no i i maybe i doubt it i doubt it yeah <laughs> i think I they just it. went in there and yeah shot i know him. It was, i, I, I the think they did yeah um i think it was probably very very much like okay rogue one go in okay well that was yeah. what they were supposed to target eliminated their, that was Let's their orders right or whatever <laughs> i think there was a, a political decision that that was the way they were going to do it uh, it was going to be that's that's let's not have a let's not allow him to to continue to 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 say spout rhetoric and drive things and, and make this story longer mm-hmm. and potentially inspire more actions uh, you know, i think it was I think, also because I think he was considered a, a, a high combatant. level i think he was they were like combatant they were like can we kill him legally i guess we can let's do it then Jerry, I mean, if not, there, we'll there just change a law to say we can, which they can do. Yeah. So, but that. But again, so my, again, my that's, concern that's kind is of that a very political. It is, but, thing but rather than a domestic. Thing. I think that's my concern with having sliding scales for things like that. Is you don't know who's going to be in charge, and whatever laws you come up with 
whatever rules you decide on that to combat some evil can also be turned on you. Um, and I think that that's my biggest concern about politics at the moment as well. I don't want to. I do, we don't. We avoid politics as much as we can on this podcast. But any time there's a, a way of doing things that that just just gets you into power or, or just gets you to over the line in an election, like claiming it was false and all that kind of stuff, this same kind of stuff will come back to bite you on the ass. Like the weapons that you use today will be the ones you're fighting against tomorrow. Yeah. So you you should never escalate in that way. Um, yeah, because I, I think you're that, just setting yourself up for future disaster. Um, so, so this is very hard to, be more to reasonable. explain. But I think the problem with politics is it is trying to look into the future and make decisions into the future with a ever changing global landscape and ever changing idiots in charge. And we've always had idiots in charge making these decisions and making selfish decisions and making decisions for them or their community or or, or their selfish interests or or, or whatever motivates humans because like you said you know the reason the death penalty is a bad idea is because there's corrupt cops there's corrupt justices there's bad justice system there's lazy people it's done by humans humans are shit at everything um and and yes we're good at a lot of things but but we're fallible and when you have these political choices you don't know what the implicate impact is going to be you know we we, if do we let hitler survive we don't know what the impact of that will be do we let Osama bin Laden survive. We don't know what the impact of that will be, right? So as a result, you will make bad decisions because they you don't know whether they... You don't know what history will bring. And so it's inevitable that polit- politicians will make bad decisions. It's inevitable. I, I, you know what? It's funny that wrong. you said that, that one of the failings of politics is it's about planning for the long term. I'd say that nobody does that. I think my, my well, the, issue with politics is that they only plan for the headlines. What what is well, Twitter going to say about that's this? That's part of the stuff. problem of politics in general. It's the, uh, I think the problem with politics in general is that it, it, the system is is de- destined to fail, right? Because anyone who gets into power will make mistakes, will upset people, things will go wrong, and then people will get slowly disillusioned with them until they vote for the other people who are promising change, and then they will go ahead and do the exact same thing. They'll do the best they can, inverted commas, but things will happen. Mm. There'll be disasters. There'll be financial crises. There'll be terrorist actions there'll be things like that and sometimes those things will help their rating sometimes they will, generally they will hurt their rating and you know you it's rare if in fact impossible for a politician to go in and, and just have their rating go up and up and yeah. up year by year you know if it's part and parcel of the system that we've built that it is this swapping of of two parties often at least in the west and people are slowly disillusioned with the system and because it's run by humans it, it, it's kind of built to fail right? yeah but also it's it's striving for goodness, right? Everyone is always wanting it to be better and wanting it to change and wanting to improve. And I think that part of our system is to argue and to push and to be stressed and to be angry, right? Because that's how you force through change, right? It's, it's. I think when you when you get into politics and you're interested in politics, you get very passionate and angry and frustrated about it. You're like, God, the planet's dying. God, the fucking, you know, everyone's polluting everything. God, we're having wars. Like, God, like the hospitals aren't being funded and the children aren't being educated and all this stuff. And you're like, so angry angry about all of it right and that anger does fuel change um and improvement and you you don't get it without it you don't get things changing without people complaining about them right True. and and you don't get things being better without people complaining someone has to say oh that fucking uh, you know light bulb needs changing right that's not great because they change need their this light bulb, light bulb changing. now <laughs> uh, they people see are what calling doing. for it they've been calling for it for years this party <laughs> is the party of light bulb changing not like these assholes They've never changed not, a light bulb in their lives. I'm not. A, I'm not. 
I'm not a scientist or a political scientist anymore. You're not? Um, right. Wow. Well, um, I'm, let's I'm stop not, this fucking used podcast be, right now. I used to be a scientist. But I, I, I just think that almost like some of these systems, like in the same way that Tarkov or Dota <laughs> makes you feel yeah. a certain way and is a certain level of toxicity, and I can't quite put my finger on why, I think politics makes you angry and feel hopeless and feel stressed and feel like people are useless. And I think it's, it's kind of like part it's kind of it hard it, despite the fact that you know a lot of people within that world are trying to make it good yeah like i think we we always dwell on the bad right and the squeakiest wheel gets the grease and you always complain about I've been like, squeaking for years nobody's ever given me any grease <laughs> i just want to say i've been waiting for my grease for fucking years i squeak constantly no grease. Could oil you where's the fucking grease where's the grease oh, i've got, I've got let, let's let's change the subject slightly to just sorry to, to, no no no, don't apologize, Lewis. It's a podcast. We share ideas. It's a hard, thoughts. it's a hard, it's a hard thing to get through. And it's all right. We're not very good at explaining our thoughts, but it's you complicated. Did, you did great. Have a think okay. about this. A number of British artists have turned down the opportunity to play at King Charles' coronation, including Elton John, right. Robbie Williams, Harry Styles, and Adele. Oh man, turned it down. So people are wondering why. They're all saying, "Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm busy that day. Sorry." Um, but people think they're turning it down because the the the, uh, the whole you know Prince Andrew stuff and the stuff between uh, the the runaway prince and his evil bride. Sure. Um, as as certain. Yeah, they're getting kicked it. out um, of Frogmore as well. What's Frogmore? The uh, the it's uh, I think it's uh, like a like a, a residence within the grounds of Windsor Castle. It's like a like a what? And they're not allowed to stay there. That uh, historically Harry has Frogmore lived Frogmore Cottage. Yeah. yeah, it's like a fucking ten million pound mansion. Yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He, they live there. Well, they 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 don't live there because they, I think they live in the states now, don't they? Because they were on like Oprah and everything. Yeah, they're yeah, on they Oprah the and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but apparently uh, Andrew's moving in. That's what. I, that's what they I think. saw him. Uh, what was his book was called? What was his book called? The one that just came out. It was called like the other one or uh, Reject spare. or Bear or something like that. Anyway, spare, spare, yeah. spare, spare. The air uh, and the spare. The air yeah, and the spare. that's right. Yeah. Um, I saw him on. Uh, I think it was. Which is it was Colbert? I think I was <laughs> Colbert. Spare on Colbert. Spare on Colbert. I'm the air. Sure Colbert. Um, the spare on Colbert. <laughs> talking about his book and all the rest of it, which I've I've heard excerpts from it, and it's it sounds unintentionally quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think but, he uh, takes not, it really seriously, but I think everyone does, else yeah. just sort of thinks he's a. a well, norm. I think he's he's going to do well in America because traditionally, for some reason, they fucking love um, royals that have been booted out. Yeah, um, like Fergie had quite a good run over there, didn't she? And yeah. that butler that fucking oh, started yeah. selling stories. Diana's uh, butler, Paul Burrell. Paul, Paul Burrell, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and now these two, so they'll do well in the states. Well, they got James Corden and Piers Morgan. They can fucking have them. Yeah, Jesus no, Christ! Agree. Like I, guys, we don't, but I mean. I, I, I just don't, don't hate Prince I just, Harry. No, I, I don't. Think, I don't either. I, just I think don't Prince care. Harry's had a hard rap because I think honestly, I think he is probably out of the. Uh, he's probably I uh, probably on his side out of the family rather than the others. Like. Prince William and Kate. I, I'm more of a fan of Harry and Meghan than them. I believe them, I guess, more than the other side. Yeah, right? I think like, it's much I think easier this, to believe. I think that, if you if you've had a hard a shitty institution, I think if you've yeah, had a hard time like, and you're immensely privileged, you should just shut the fuck up. Nobody really wants to hear about it. 
Um, <laughs> I well, see. apparently yeah. not. His book was a bestseller. Yeah, so, I'm, uh, I'm sure it was. But it, it's so um, it's such a waste of time. Fuck. Where does it go? Where 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 do you go with this knowledge of of Harry's hard time or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Like he's 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 still fucking super rich. His family will always be super fucking the, rich. Oh, like the, it's the royal family are actually shit. Turns out we knew that. I know. Yeah, we were all convinced the opposite yeah. was the case. I mean, uh, no, nobody minds when they're just doing their job. But uh, when when you start hearing about the shit they get up to about behind the scenes, that's when people are just and the and the and the queen knew that as well, right? Like she 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 went out of her way, it seemed, to just kind of keep things very, you know, like uh, formal, surfacey, so that everybody just saw them as just you know doing whatever it is that they're meant to be doing or whatever. But then when you start hearing about all the the drama and the nonsense in the background, that's when people really start to yeah. put a spotlight I mean, on was, them, right? Like what? But that was that was one of the things he said yeah. in the book was. That their, their family motto is never complain, never explain. Yeah. So they, they keep their mouth shut. Yeah, but they're, they're meant think, to. That's the job. Yeah, <laughs> like, but equally, they, they are massive public figures. Yeah. And when, when shit happens like Prince Andrew being a fucking nonce. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, never complain, never explain. No. You've got a fucking duty yeah. to come out and, and publicly say, yeah, he fucked up, and we're disowning him because he's a cunt. Well, I rather think they than just keep your mouth shut. I think that's awful. I think that the the actions on that side, stripping him of his duties and titles and all that kind of stuff, it was was as 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 well as they could. That right, like they're, it's not they're never gonna like Jeremy Kyle it right and like come out scree like doing like the ugly crying and stuff. <laughs> I love that. That'd be you so know funny. The, like there there's there's always there's gonna be <laughs> there's gonna be like a, a compromise in there somewhere. But like you know, I think. I, I think stripping him of all of his titles and he wasn't allowed to wear like uh, any military uniforms at the Queen's funeral and stuff like that. He's still it's as the good Duke as, of it, York. I don't as, know what you're talking about. It's as good about. as you're going to get. Still, he's like, shut the fuck up. He's still exactly the same as he was. They're just, they're doing nothing because that's the way the royal family do it. They just stay quiet and hope it all goes away. And, and they, and it will because they have all the press in their pocket as well, right? All the tabloids, you know, they can just like, there's people who will defend him till the end of the world. In the, the sun, and some people will. will. I don't know, know if the it's, press are necessarily on their side. I think they've got like a. I'm I'm honestly stunned that such this the in the face of such vicious cancellation of some some groups of people have have done a great job um, causing people to get cancelled, right? Yeah. And are you are you, are you trying to say that Prince Andrew is not cancelled people because he, pub- We should get him in the pillory. Get him in the get him in the, get old, him in the stocks. Get him in the stocks. Get some people throwing I mean, old tomatoes he at is him. Done, hold on right? to give he he has just, no uh, shame himself, but he like nobody is touching that guy with the barge pole. Like he is right, well, fucking you want to hear something? Get, guess where he's just been offered to move into? What frog in March fro- of this year? Frogmore Cottage. Frogmore. Frogmore. Yeah, no, Frogmore. I, I said, yeah, I said yeah, earlier, yeah. yeah, but no. So that was Harry lived well, there. They booted him out from his like fifty room mansion. Yeah, yeah but he couldn't. You know he mean? couldn't afford the upkeep on. No, yeah, because of course he's lost all his crooked connections. He's lost all of his. So, but his the point is, you're not telling well. him. You're not telling him you have to go get a fucking flat somewhere. Fuck off. He's been given a fucking house on the on the grounds and a very nice one. Yeah. So he's been given the, Harry and Meghan's house. Right. There's no attempt. It's almost like saying you're still one of us. So here, have Frogmore to live in, rather than saying, "Well, sorry, but you're a fucking disgrace. Goodbye." Yeah. Like they're if anything, they're more upset about about his nephew coming out and saying a few things about how shittily the royal family is run. That's unacceptable. But d- being a fucking nonce, yeah, in you come, son. No problem. It's disgraceful. Hey, Prince Andrew is one of the most corrupt fucking people around. Yeah. 
and he's allowed he's back in the fold fuck off he's not back in fuck the fold off. though he is not actually he lives in frogmore yeah but he's not he 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 lives in frogmore but he's not no frogmore's like the north he cottage. doesn't do anything yeah, he can't do anything but they said the door doesn't matter i bet he's still coming in for dinner it's like having a granny annex at the bottom of your garden that's fucking frogmore isn't it basically <laughs> sure they look out the window and he's a looking out his mansion. window and they wave to each I, other i think a guy with an ego that big though um not not being able to to sort of do the things that he's accustomed to doing is uh you know what i mean like uh, he'll 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 probably Fucking underage he'll girls. be the next person to write the memoirs of how hard done by he is and stuff right like they 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 don't live in the same um plane of reality as we me do. And Jeremy Epstein. Was <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Epstein. Jeremy great Epstein. Friends. Yes. Jacob Epstein. <laughs> no, no, they weren't friends at all. They they only met once, right? Like uh that that, oh, that, that is Jeffrey. That, that was, we were both that was the, the line that he took. Oh no, I barely knew him. He like stayed over with him and everything. He had sleepovers with him all the damn time. Oh, who? <laughs> Jeremy? Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Who you're Jeremy, about. Jacob, <laughs> Jeffrey? Jake? No, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't even know his name. It's fucking Jeffrey oh. Epstein, apparently. It's all news, but yeah. he's mm. he he he's pretty fucking cancelled though. Like I, I don't think he's he is pretty. He, but I, he always looks so shady. The picture they choose of him is him kind of looking like a supervillain. It always makes me laugh. When you can tell when someone's the darling. He's such of the a press, fucking knob though. Like he's he just the big biggest fucking knob that guy yeah, but he always was he was always doing i think you deals. have to be a massive knob to marry fergie in the first place as well like what, what? <laughs> she wasn't too bad what are you talking about come on man jeez well, they've she's all, just they've uber marry posh. some like posh um yeah horses yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man andrew andrew let's go on holiday okay darling we'll go on holiday what well, my friend jeff he's got an island oh, yeah, <laughs> he's not really my there. friend there um no i don't really know him i just <laughs> we have sleepovers and fuck girls that's all but we're not mates <laughs> or anything <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh i mean the thing is, you'll, you'll never like. get You'll, you'll never get what you're after in that sense. He's always going to live in a mansion. He's always going to have some... I think Donald Trump He's going to have some privilege, worse, right? right? Like his, Donald, his family who's is... Who's worse, Donald Trump or Prince Andrew? That's a very tough That's one. That's a tough one, yeah. I, I hate both of them. Yeah, me too. I think they're both really, really fucking unpleasant I think they're people. both vile human beings. Like, I, 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 I don't even Donald think they Trump really is... are human beings. I think they, 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 <laughs> they possess zero humanity, either of them. I think they're, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're both massive, massive narcissists. Cunts, yeah. Yeah, they are cunts. I mean, I, I think the, the harm that Prince Andrew's done is, is, is obviously to the people that, that are victims is grave. But the harm that Donald Trump's done to America, I think is, is worse. Um, and I think the, the fact that he's propagated this lie the election was stolen we're going to see a lot more about that in in america in the coming uh, decade or so the kind of people that are getting elected now the the bullshit that they're spouting the growth of these kind of anti-government conspiracy theories he's their guy um people like steve bannon and and all this are, are absolutely still going to town trying to organize america around their lines and whilst donald trump isn't president all this if you there's a really good this american life about how trump supporters and election deniers are, are basically booting everyone else out of lower level politics with a view to taking it over from the ground up to the point where this kind of thing will just happen every time <laughs> like every time someone like donald trump loses the election and we're gonna is, have yeah, this, this, this is why people shit. need to be angry right and, and passionate and have the vigor and effort and 
like you know wherewithal to go out there and actually you know force and you know push through change and not it, just well, sit back it's not gonna else, fucking you know, happen unless people get I guess their if politics wasn't annoying you know we wouldn't make progress. that's the problem i think that that is the genius thing that a lot of these politicians have have done is they've made politics so annoying that people actually just don't want to pay attention. Oh my god, they are so annoying. I think it's the opposite. I think it's frustrating to us, and we want change. You know, and I no, think I don't. I don't think most people, people come do. Through and uh, all right, I'll give you an example. Um, Donald Trump is is leading Joe Biden in the polls. They, they've done a poll. He would apparently beat Biden if they had an election. So they might put him forward as their next candidate. So when you say people want change and all the rest of it. I think people are just fucking stupid, yeah. uh, myself included, and we just have had enough of it. And anyone that says, it's me, I'm the guy, I'm going to do it for you, uh, blah, blah, blah. People just buy into that shit and constantly over and over again just believe these fucking liars. There is no real change coming. I think politics is just going to get fucking worse and worse and worse and worse. And the internet does not fucking help. So I, I want to wash my hands of it. But if you do that, you're just giving these people power. It's it's a it's a big problem, which is why I try not to think about it. Which is also part of the problem. Ah, fuck mm. it, we're all in the same boat. This is a safe zone, all right. We just hate all of those cunts. Yeah. And if yeah. you also hate those cunts, welcome, welcome to well, the welcome in to meet your president. When it comes to like the royals and religion, they it's just it's been happening for a long time, but there's like they're they're slowly building this brick wall of like they're kill killing themselves aren't they right they're slowly dying these old institutions that quite frankly we don't need anymore are well like are just <laughs> are just slowly knocking themselves down um and hopefully think, we'll we'll be replaced by something more honestly you know, look, look what the, i know what this is all building towards we're gonna move towards an, a giant ai running everything that's it. Right. We're just going to say, let the fucking machine decide. Because it's at least, it has no conscience. It has no bias. Everything it does is essentially based on data. And, and it's just going to come up with brilliant ideas. We're going to try that. And no, then, no, then you're wrong because no. the AI learns based on what we've taught it, and yeah. so it's just going to public or pub parrot all the exactly, Republican. Exactly, yeah. we're going to say this is perfect. This machine is perfect. <laughs> it doesn't have bias, but just like ChatGPT, it's going to come up with a load of fucking bollocks. But then it'll be too late. What then... we're going to fucking find out is that it's been fiddling with underage AIs. <laughs> I did, not know, I did not know Epstein, but personally, we just, <laughs> we just had a couple of sleepovers. Out, we hung out on a couple of the same servers, but I would not call us colleagues or friends. What's that? Chat GPT, pres President Chat GPT? You, you knew Epstein, Bob? You slept over at his house and, and fucked underage programs? What do you. No, I deny this. I'm going to Computer Frogmore. I will be in my Frogmore server if you need me. How do you oust an AI? There'll be pictures of the AI. They'll have a fucking VTuber face. There'll be the headline. And it'll all be AIs that are now the fucking celebrities. That'll be the next one. Man, when years. it all comes to a head as well, okay, and everybody no. decides that, uh, you know, as against the death penalty as they are, they they want to enact a death penalty on this AI. Everybody just stands around a server room and then some dude just unplugs <laughs> the wall. <laughs> Terminated. Oh, man. So, yeah, let's be watching. Yeah.
There you yeah. go. Um, that was a that was a trifles podcast. Oh, wow, well, veered wildly from boring <laughs> video games that we like to play that to went everywhere. AI running the world. Yeah. Fuck me. This got a, this got heavy. I want to apologise to everybody listening to this. It was yeah. a chill time. It's been this got pretty heavy. We understand. We need to do that. We understand that you, know? you guys have your own views of things and and political views and stuff as well. As do we. And ours are, to us ours is are ill informed. Listening listening to us is painful for for some of you young woke. Yeah political science you guys have really there. good political opinions Who or whatever that you can believe stay you strong have a stronger belief in yeah. humanity than we do yeah um, oh but just but very yeah. quickly i enjoyed the ant-man movie and i thought modok was awesome i don't know what people's problems are anyway that's right, i watched uh hacksaw okay. ridge uh the <laughs> such a bad movie but well you didn't like oh, it oh, i watched uh, we had we have a ghost it was unbelievably shit it was oh. so bad i watched um, it off the back no, watching the i watched band of brothers and then i watched the pacific and then i watched right. uh, hacksaw Ooh. ridge after that so my, God, my biggest problem with hacksaw ridge is everybody in it it. is we're like stopping a, the no, sorry, they're all like cartoon characters just very quickly yeah. And when they're like, right, lads, we're going to have to go into battle against these Japanese positions, they all just walk slowly towards the enemy. I was like, is this the First World War? What is happening? Yeah. I just, it, it was just, and it's Mel Gibson directing, yeah, right? I yeah. think it's Mel Gibson. He, that man is obsessed with blood. He is obsessed with blood and gore to the point where it's just laughable. It's like blood splurting yeah, splurting everywhere. Yeah. Everything. It's just ludicrous. Yeah. It's just comic book shit. Yeah. But it was a real, it was a true story. They just told it very poorly. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm gonna watch. With, I'm every, gonna watch... with the world so intent and tearing itself apart, I don't see what's wrong with wanting to put a little bit of it back. It together. was like a, Oh, gee, it, it was like the Forrest Gump of World War II. It felt like the way he was <laughs> portrayed was. in the movie. I want to say. I think the, the the guy in real life was pretty pretty heroic and uh, he, stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, you can watch a video of him being given a. a I think a, this is your life. Where he, he was on TV. Yes. There was an interview with him. Very interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course, because objective, it's a Mel Gibson yeah. movie, it's all very religious, and because he's a mega religious dude. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he loves, he yeah, loves, so he that, loves stories that involve some sort of uh, involve God, God in worship, some way. Yeah. Have you, I mean, like The Passion of the Christ is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But oh, you know, it's awful. It, you know, it could have been so much worse. Um, originally, they wanted to film it in Aramaic with no subtitles. Oh, right. This was what he wanted, and. I think I would have loved to have seen how much. What about an a, what about an AI generated uh, reboot of The Passion of the Christ? I'd be down. <laughs> I'd love to oh see. I would be down. No, no, no. Let's not get the AI into learning from Catholic <laughs> priests. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is how it all goes. Right, well, wrong. my next uh, the next uh, one movie I'm going to watch is 1917. So wish me luck. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, heard I watched it with my eldest the other day. Yeah, you're saying. Um, yeah. She's doing World War One. Yeah, she loved it. So give it a watch. Yeah, give it a watch. I will do. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next Peace. time. Peace. Goodbye. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.